The deal is this. <laughs> tell you when I was a kid, that red dropper Anton Wilson all this real. <laughs> tell you when I was a kid, that red dropper Anton Wilson all this real, 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 real. They're impressed. Real, real, real. They're impressed. Okay, by the time we finish this, you're all going to be practicing magicians. I'm Jeremy Greer. And I'm Gary Butterfield. And this is Days of Future Cast, the podcast where Gary and I talk about all things X-Men. And we are done. We're wrapping it up, Gary. This is yeah, the last... Wrapping up. Nothing comes after this. <laughs> this is the last time Grant Morrison <laughs> ever wrote for the X-Men. A fact that I have not checked. Probably true, though. I, don't I, know. I think that's true, yeah. actually. Yeah, because he, he left Marvel very shortly after this or right after this. And, and was doing independent stuff in DC for basically now until now. Yeah. Um, so. I haven't, I don't know that I've read much modern day Grant Morrison. Like I think I've always just read like eighties, nineties and early aughts stuff. I don't know what I've read from like, I, I just can't, I don't know if it's all DC stuff, then that's the reason I skip it. Cause I just don't give a shit. But like, I haven't read any of that stuff. So his, uh, his indie stuff that's come out since then has been good. Um, I picked up the nameless, mm-hmm. uh, last year. And it's like a classic, like trippy, scary sci-fi oh, word. Okay. story. Like it's, you know, it's, it's really good. The nameless is awesome. Um, they're also, I think they're making a movie of it because when it came out, there's a symbol in it and the director tweeted the symbol and a lot of people thought it was the berserk symbol. Oh, this is James Gunn. Um, like, I had this conversation yeah, yeah. with my buddy Chris the other day. Cause we, we remembered the berserk symbol controversy because a bunch of people thought it was a bloodborne thing um yes and then yeah. but we neither one of us could figure out what the movie was <laughs> that actually came out neither one of us we all we remembered was the the question and not the yeah. actual the solution so interesting yeah. it was a movie based on the nameless but i don't know that you know that could be in development hell or what have you but yeah. after i read the uh the comic i, I would be very excited to see that movie because the comic is awesome uh and it's just like done in one it's like six issues and that's it oh perfect so. perfect 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 yeah. good shit um, yeah, so this is the, the finale of Grant Morrison's run on this. Um, we get a big kind of pinup cover of these new, this new group of X-Men, uh, you know, the Sentinel presenting them to us over just being like, do you want some X-Men? <laughs> here they are. Here they are in my you splayed know? hand. Here you go. <laughs> yep. Yep. Here's X-Men. Uh, it's like the character select from Golden Axe. Sure. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I assure you it is the, um, yeah, let's, this is a longer issue than normal and there's a lot that happens into it. So we should, we should jump right in. Yep. I'm into it. Um, so just to pick us up where we left off, uh, the, the X-Men are attempting to attack the beast on his continent of transatlantis. Uh, Phoenix has come out to confront Wolverine, um, while the beast has kind of Meanwhile, Sucker Punch, the Institute, and infected them all with a feeder virus that eats minds. Um, and mm-hmm. for some reason, we opened this up three billion years ago. <laughs> yeah, we're getting sublime origins mm-hmm. in this uh, in this issue. You know, the, the, the primal screams of the newborn Earth, you know, and this is sublime's perspective. He's, you know, we found ourselves as one mind. We were the first genome, the RNA and DNA, perfectly adapted, the pinnacle of evolution. 
so this he was you know that primordial stuff um you know very self self-aware and dominant and then these carbon slime colonies uh started growing and creating life as we understood and he basically says like we bartered our genetic innovations with more organized life uh life forms to kind of stick around yeah. with them so like as other you know creatures and plants and slimes and stuff um started popping up sublime was always there yes you know advancing it and being you know hiding in the uh in the the dna basically yeah the, the idea of um essentially infecting a host but uh, the the symptoms of that are increased survivability so that the parasite can then survive as well is is really fascinating mm-hmm. and kind of explains why this is so hard to pick up a little bit because like eventually this thing gets to sublime and decides to call itself sublime and then like it all goes nuts from there but it took yeah. a long time for that to happen because billions of years yeah until you yeah. get to modern day x-men where evolution decides to kick it into high gear like and that's the whole thing that the mutants are about and like you know all of a sudden these things started happening that, that which took you know hundreds if not millions of years like all of a sudden that started happening rapidly and sublime as this parasitic entity like also had that reaction of like oh shit like i have to kill mm-hmm. these mutants because they could survive me and i can't allow that to happen yeah they make invulnerable offspring yes you know and he's doing this he's monologuing this to apollyon who is on the ground shaking uh, just really, really having our time. Like you promised to end my pain. You said you'd make me whole. Um, he ignores him because again, sublime is not a good leader uh, and is above all this shit. Um, basically saying that they infected the mutants with aggression to divert their energies into needless conflict. Um, you know, in the struggle, they'll never breed and grow their population to be a threat. Um, and Apollyon is still saying like, no, you know, they're having kind of two different conversations. Like they're not listening to each other. Um, you know, Apollyon saying like, I've been your messenger forever. I've endured agonies give me the the phoenix blood um and he basically dismisses again you know uh patience of Alion. you know our eugenic eden is almost upon us where you'll get this and then he goes into the chamber himself to give himself the phoenix blood teleconnect godhood godhood in a jar uh and this is where apollyon is like oh you promised it was for me not you and he's like i lied you know <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it's survival of the fittest like yeah you know? Uh, the the power is mine alone. One rule: survival of the. And then, as he gets injected with all of these things, his he goes back to beasts and starts yelling out these weird noises. Yeah. Um. We switch over to Wolverine and uh the Phoenix having this conversation, and the Phoenix is like the kindly beast is trying to help you pass with dignity. Extinction is part of the cycle. You know, new life will come. And, and <laughs> Logan is basically like, Nah, man, come on. What are you talking about? Yeah. Like, no. Read my mind. Like, we can just can we just short circuit this? Like, can can I can it give the tldr on this one dude <laughs> like let's go yeah i i love it like the, you know hank was a doctor does destroy all intelligent life sound like an idea he'd come up with like you know and she she's given pause like oh you seem representative of a potentially viable species and he goes nice of you to notice which again you know real good um and he basically just says like listen like you know sublime did all this shit your boss fucked all this stuff up mm-hmm. been doing the u-men the super signals nanoviruses drugs all of this um, she presumably does look at his mind because she starts talking about the X-Men at this point. And, uh, you know, she's like, oh, the beast said they were lethal variant life forms spreading like a sickness. I came to fix this. Um, as this is happening, the non-important new X-Men are still fucking around. Um, we had to get this resolution of Stom or Tom, uh, Skylark's arc, uh, and Eva's arc here, which again, I don't 
like the time that is spent on this very much. Yeah, she's saying like the, yeah. the Phoenix is assuming a psychic attack posture. Like they are preparing to to take down the Phoenix and, you know, they have to get ready. And Tom is just over here brooding. Like he's just like, you know, oh, well, you know, Rover saw us together and thought I was ready to dump him for you. And like nobody knows what we've been through. I'm nothing without him. I listened to My Chemical Romance because it's cool. <laughs> like he, this it gets becoming like very guy liner, uh, this part. And I'm like, man, like this emo turn for you, Tom Skylark. Uh, the whole point, like previously, Tom Skylark was motivated by not wanting his sacrifice of the proud people to be in vain, and now he's just kind of thrown it away because his robot died. And I'm like, we, you would not get enough words to have two character traits you know and be horny for robots like there's just not enough time for you to have you know be attempted this these three dimensions mm-hmm. you know um so the uh wolverine's still trying to talk gene out of it yeah. like listen you're not you're not somebody's servant you know you're the phoenix you're still gene gray summers like you are a grade a telekinetic tapped into a cosmic scale power and as as she's kind of exploring his mind, she's questioning like Scott Logan, and as the this is where the Blackbird is steadily creeping up on him on her, um, and we see Cassandra Nova and Martha in the Blackbird, and Cassandra Nova saying, you know, my CR files to him in the Phoenix consciousness is accesses its human host via the so called Crown Chakra, um, and they've mentioned Crown a couple of times. Like I don't know if this is specifically related to that, but it seems logical to do that. Um, Cassandra, yeah. Cassandra Nova says, I saw all this coming. We're all going to die, but it's for a good, for good cause. Um, it's for a good cause. It's that a good cause always me- gives meaning to a bad death. Unplug the crown. Um, and that's yeah. basically them just shutting Gene off from the Phoenix abilities, from the Phoenix force. Yep. Uh, the crown chakra is a real thing, which I, I just found that out yeah. just now. Like I didn't know that. Um, the crown that they talk about, the crown of the white hot room, which is where all the Phoenixes hang out. Yeah. Um, which is probably that's intentional. Like the crown chakra is probably some chakra stuff. I do not know very much about chakra things. Um, the, uh, so this makes, you know, Jean flame off, uh, Wolverine catches her and she's Jean gray. Like how long was I gone? And he's like, it's been 150 years. Uh, and she says, Oh my God, what happened? And here's where we get how this dark future came about. Yes. Um, here so there's uh i like the way that this page is laid out a lot um basically we've mm-hmm. got a like eight panels all equally sized like two columns but then we've also got two additional uh panels on the page that show logan telling her about the things that are happening while the, the pan the main panels on here are all past stuff so essentially well the past ones are also sepia tone yes yeah the, the uh you know it's cool looking um, there's a major continuity error though. Basilisk, right? What's that? Happen? I actually yep. remembered his name. Yeah. That's the continuity yeah. error. <laughs> yeah, it's Days of Future Cast continuity error. That's how you know that I got replaced by a clone. I start remembering these motherfuckers' names. A <laughs> <laughs> lot's happened since those cows. Um, the uh, yeah, so uh, he basically says, you know, Magneto killed you under orders he never understood. Um, again, you know, uh, Sublime's control. Uh, Scott lost his heart, lost his chance. Um, Hank stuck around and tried you know, but it fell apart and Hank tried kick like basically to keep it together. And that was, he says that was long before we realized or anyone realized that hypercortisone D was sublime's aerosol form. And by that time, Hank was gone replaced by a bacteria and a global disease and humanity died. Yep. Um, and they show like a little one-off of like some remaining X-Men fighting beast and his evil X-Men, mm-hmm. which I would love to read that, that comic. Um, you know, just this little, there's little archangels in there. Um, there's a gigantic like metal 
you know, Who's Mega that metal Man dude. I, I don't know. I want, yeah. I want to, it looks like a little green lantern guy at the bottom, right? With the power hands. And yeah. I'm like, I want to see that. Like, that looks good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it looks cool. Um, it's like, we went to war. It's been a heck of a time. Like basically explaining how we got to this dark future, you know, this specific, uh, days of future past. Yes. Um, we switch over to Cassandra Nova <clears throat> and Martha. Cassandra Nova is, uh, kind of just talking about like, I love being in your mind. Uh, you know, we, we've never, we've, we've always been a very good team. And she goes, Oh no, not like this. And she's literally like torn apart, um, by something. And Martha comes falling into, onto the sh- deck of the ship that they're, I guess still in. I forgot that they were in a ship at this point, but whatever. Um, yeah. And so Cassandra Nova and Martha are officially dead. Yeah, they get blown up. Um, you know, this is where they reveal that Martha was no girl, uh, which I think on, on the Slack, I was like bristling at this uh, when Mai brought it up and Mai was right. Um, I just remember thinking it was like so obviously just a joke, but it was it's Martha's uh, alter ego yeah. to this. It so feels like, it, it feels crap. like a joke. Like it feel, it feels very much like the, the the setup of a joke. And it almost like even this, like it almost feels like a joke made real. Like it, they just joked about it so much that she just made a no girl or something. Like, I don't know. I don't, I'm kind of yeah. with you that I, I don't like the fact that it's like called out right here either. So, yeah, it, it's also all the Cassandra Nova exposition. Of this is pretty sloppy. Um, like with her just being, ah, yes, you know, you can call me Ernst. Ah, yes, you were no girl. You know, it's just kind of, kind of weird. Um, we get a little bit of closure with the three and one where they self-destruct Cerebro as the mutated uh, mind infected X-Men yes. destroy them. Uh, they're not allowing themselves to be eaten. And specifically like uh, they, they start a self-destruct sequence for weapon 14. Um, like, and that's, mm-hmm. that's like, cause you mentioned this earlier and I was like, wait, oh, I, I must've kept and going back. I was like, Oh yeah, it's for courses right here in the text. So, um, yeah. I do not like this triple it's rule thing. That should not be anyone's last words. Jesus Christ. How weird would it be if it was like my last words? Like I'm not a triplet, but I'm just like triplets rule. (laughs) (laughs) I died. He died the way he lived. Praising triplets. (laughs) Yeah. Just like, you know, it's, it's a real, it's a real, uh, amateur mood to be way into twins. Um, you know, I I want, I want 1.5 times the pleasure of that. I'm a, I'm um, really good friends and I used to be, um, roommates with two of three triplets. Like they are, they're three brothers and I'm really, really good friends with two of them and I can't fucking stand the third guy. So that's like, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> like friends with Facebooks, like would like my, it's my ride or die guys. Like if they call me up tomorrow, it's like, I need a hide a dead body. I'd be like, okay. I mean, sure. Like you've done a lot of shit for yeah. me in the past. Like, all right, let's do it. But you know, that third guy, fuck him. So <laughs> it, it, are they, uh, are they identical triplets? No, no. Cause they're okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cause yeah, I didn't know whether there were like identical cause I know there are identical twins and fraternal twins, but yeah. I was just, I don't know if there are identical triplets or not. It's weird from um, oldest to youngest, which is like a matter of minutes goes like tallest to shortest, which is very strange to ooh. me. Yeah. Like yeah. I don't, yeah, but, um, anyway, triplets rule is a very weird thing to say. Tri- tri- triplets do and do rule in my future last words. I guess me making that joke also, would have been true if I died right after saying it on the podcast, Ooh, which would have been, it would have been a dark joke as well. It's, um, um, but luckily I'm still alive. Have you ever thought about like what would happen if your co-host just dies on the pocket, on the bike with you? And like, you're just sit there. Like, what do you do? Like I, I could call yeah. the police in Portland, but I could tell them like, go to the place. that's kind of near a voodoo donuts. I think I don't remember where he lives. <laughs> <laughs> there was a courtyard. <laughs> like, yeah. I the, um, I, I I thought about that too. And I think that the, the idea, like what I would do is go to Facebook or like family members and stuff might know that shit. Oh, word. Okay. You okay. know, <clears throat> you know, like, cause I legitimately have thought about it. Like in the times when like people who 
I record with who are generally not like late or something, you know, but are, are late, like something's going on. I'm just like, I wonder, I hope they're all right. And I'll send a text and it's never gone further than that. But I'm like, if they didn't answer their text, like, you know, I could, I could figure out if I had to, I can get in touch with Cole's mom and get a well-being check going on. Well, I mean, everybody, if they had to, can get in touch with Cole's mom. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Triplets rule. Um, <laughs> So uh, they shout out Triplets Rule, and then they get overrun by the feeder-infected uh, mutants, um, mm-hmm. presumably to death. Um, we jump back yeah. over to the... I guess they're still on a ship when uh, Phoenix yep. Beast shows up, uh, and he's... You know, <laughs> this line, Gary, I drowned the last whale. I can do anything now. Like, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> are, are you on kick? Are you kick? What's happening right now? <laughs> um. Like I, you know, he so and he look, it look, he looks awesome though, like this like like the way his cape looks and shit in this, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like this is, this is very cool looking. Um, and the X Men basically take turns dying against him. Yep. Uh, in this, like Beak runs up and is like, you know, can you sh- you know shut your mouth, woohoo? And he just makes a beast noise and destroys him because he's got godhood traits. You know, um, basically says he has everything. Uh, Tom Skylark starts begging for Rover, uh, to come back. And the what you know, one little bit of uh, Tom Skylark dialogue I like, where he's like, "What is this about? Why do there always have to be people like you?" You know, and that that's like a very relatable feeling to me. Yeah, you know, when you run into villainy in the world, I'm a uh, very um, distracted by these weird CGI effects that they decided to put on these panels. Like, I just don't know like what they're doing or what they're supposed to be doing. Like, I guess they're like his powers, like the beast powers, but like it just. Anytime they do this weird, like, yeah. mixed CGI special effects on the page, it just never looks good to me. Doesn't age real well. Yeah. You know, it was like the style at the time, like, it was an innovation, mm-hmm. you know, but it's not. You know, some colorist decided to throw it, do it in post. Um, the uh, rover comes out of the water, you know, and says, like, with a non stuttering voice, you know, destroy, um, knocking the beast down. Um, and the beast is about to kill him before Eva pops up and starts shooting him with uh bullets and he takes her and like basically controls her like he knows who she is he can rewrite her genetic code and says give me an uncontrolled explosion of useless body parts an unstoppable cancer storm and she starts exploding in like tendrils of flesh yeah Um, it's weird to get a fallout 76 like origin story in this comic book but here we are (laughs) (laughs) um you burnt you and and him (laughs) yeah yeah, uh, Um, and he, this is where he confirms, you know, we knew that sublime was in charge of the weapon plus program, but he, you know, he confirms it here. Like weapon 13, I created you once I can make you now. Yeah. Generate trash codes. is a pretty good call out. Like, uh, what did they call the things like people call out in video game or whatever? Like the, the, the yelps or yells or whatever. Like it's, barks. Yeah, yeah. Barks. Thank you. Yeah. Generate trash codes. Like I want that in a Snoop Dogg <laughs> <Yeah>. voice. <laughs> um, in uh star ocean two, which is a game I wouldn't play again. Like if you paid me. Um, well, I played that as a teen and one of the characters says maximum esoteric attack as, as Good their shit. thing. <laughs> I'm hurt, yeah, but I don't know. I don't know why. <laughs> bad shit. Uh, is in fact, actually, um, the, uh, Tito is dying, uh, there Wolverine goes to go help him. And he's like, sadly failed. You know, he's like, I knew I'd mess up. Granddad's going to be looking down on me in heaven. I could never live up to his legacy. And Wolverine, like who knew Beak, is like, you're three feet taller than your granddad. You know, like, <laughs> let yourself go. You did good. Fly. It's like, you know, it's pretty, pretty sad. Yeah. 
um, I guess Rover is just standing by while this is happening. Yeah. Like the, the continuity of some of this fight is just like destroy. Oh no, I'm sorry. It, it, In this page, they actually show Rover dead. Like they show him burning on this, on the first panel of this. Never mind. So I guess like you just see, oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So you just see like it, off panel, but you don't see it to see like Rover dying. Okay. You're right. It's, it's just on the left there. It's very subtle. Yeah. Yeah. So, you Weird. know, cause, cause it would, you know, I said it was just the X-Men taking turns dying against him. Like that's basically what happens. It's mm-hmm. like, they just rob to him and die. Um, you know, yeah, it's kind of crazy. They don't get to see the Sentinel die. And this is definitely Wolverine um, killing Tito slash Beak, right? Like this is Wolverine putting yeah, it down. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Wolverine, oh, yeah. like, and this is the kind of thing that I think that you expect. It's like, oh, Wolverine's the last one. Like he's going to go take this guy down and it doesn't work. Like it's, you know, and yep. you could see Jean Grey yelling at him. Like, don't let him contaminate you. Don't fight. Um, but, you know, Wolverine can't help himself. He keeps going after him harder and harder. And eventually Sublime gets a hold of him and turns off his uh, his mutant healing gene. And then he just like falls to the ground. Yeah. He says, uh, did you think you would live forever, you little speck? You know, and, and knocks him away with CGI. Um, he's falling and he's, he's dying. You know, uh, he sees uh, Martha um, who is leaking and is like, you know, can you help me out? And she says, it's all right, Logan. We're going to the white hot room, which is basically, you know, some kind of version of heaven of this. Um, Beast is, you know, basically doing his villain speech. Like we, you and I are going to remake God in our image and Jean Grey's not having it. Like all this was a, a distraction for my disinfection. My friends were keeping you busy. You know, be calm and accept your judgment. Did you really think you'd live forever? You little speck. Yeah. And the, and the voice and the text bubble changes. She goes from Jean Grey talking to the Phoenix talking pretty quickly there. And like yeah. in her eye, you see the Phoenix bloom and she shoots green goo at him. And then uh, basically I say shoots, but she pulls out a ball of goo, which is like his, which is what sublime is. Like these, these are the particles mm-hmm. that make it sublime. And when she does that, like beast mind comes back and he's like, I, you know, I, is, I don't know where I, I lied about the cure for humans. I tried to save it. No one was left. I lost. Like, I just can't believe I lasted this long with my asthma. Like he's, he's like dusting his glasses in a very like beast move. Like it's like Hank gets mm-hmm. taken over. Um, but just as that happens, his head comes off and Apollyon is there and he, he has used a, uh, the glaive from dark sector to, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's dark sector his head off. The, um, you know, um, yeah, it's pretty weird. Uh, but now that he's like, you know, the beast is dead, all is perfected and he takes off his, his mask. Um, and here is, you know, this is so clearly phantom X and I'm so mad at editorial because EVA like starts recognizing him. Yes. Like starts like, you know, she's dying. She's just a puddle of goo, but she's like, you know, Phant- Phantom Max, is that you? You know, uh, I thought I heard. Um, and uh, Tom goes over there, you know, like, I'm sorry, I can make this better. Wolverine is dying. Um, not everyone's dead. Like Tom's still alive. Gene's still alive. But things are things are bad. Yeah. You know, n- not good enough right now. And Logan says, peace at last. It had to be something like this. Uh, it had to be something nuts like this. I've been in here before that echo. Do you mind if I mind if I hand it over to you, darling? Um, yeah. And this is where like this arc was off the rails. <laughs> now. Yeah, yeah. Now what the fuck is happening? Like, where are we? What's happening? Why are people talking with slashes? <laughs> like what is going on with any of this? Yeah. So th- this is the, the white hot room. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is where like the council of Phoenixes or whatever, uh, figure out proper reality and burn away things that don't work. And the, the black talk to, uh, text boxes are the council or whatever talking to Jean. Yep. Jean is the other one. And she's still, you know, basically they're saying like, hey, you know, as the Phoenix, 
your job was to to prevent this and you lost your concentration. You know, you, and she's like, oh, yeah, I lost my concentration. It's like, yeah, the heart got stuck. You had to fix it. You know, you disinfected this timeline. But if you want to grow a new timeline, you have to go back and actually water it. Yes. Like you, you have to you have to fix the original timeline. And we get to see all of these phoenixes, mm-hmm. like all of these people wearing the Jean Grey Phoenix uniform, uh, which is real wild. This stuff did get followed up on in X-Men, but not as much as you might think. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's 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 interesting. I haven't read a lot of it. I read uh, Phoenix End Song and Phoenix War Song, a couple of things that that deal with this. But not uh, not tons. Actually, I wouldn't mind. I can't remember what they called the the event, but like when seven or I think is it seven X Men get the Phoenix Force and like start going fucking nuts. Um, like I I remember yeah, reading yeah. that and like thinking like thinking there was a lot there. I wouldn't mind like delving deep into that. Obviously, like we're we're yeah. doing Age of Apocalypse next, but I you know I, as most X Men fans, like I'm really interested in this Phoenix stuff. So I would be like all of that stuff is very cool to me. <clears throat> Oh yeah, yeah. The, I mean, the show goes on long enough. There's no reason why we can't do anything. Mm, <laughs> Seventy-five yeah. years old, the, the, everybody. Uh, <laughs> I'm the X-Men yeah, podcast. Exactly. I never thought we'd podcast this long with our asthma. Oh. Um, the uh, so she she doesn't really know what that means. Like water, the the universe, and they tell her like Henry's heartbroken. You know, Scott succumbs to loneliness and doubt. All is lost and less. And she starts having flashbacks to the run. Um, yeah. These like key lines. Every diamond has its flaw. Gus was a good, a good dog. Are these words from the future? Um, I also like uh, in this the scene, the page before that they they're talking like it's a badly wounded universe, like Phoenix work. Like I like that the idea that like these this is what the Phoenix is for because really before this it's just been like oh crazy cosmic entity that shows up and eats planets and it goes away when you know (laughs) like and as a kind of a weird metaphor for suppressed sexual (laughs) appetite um, yeah versus this which is something to make the shiar mad yeah Yeah, you know and this is like giving them a higher purpose you know like a cosmic purpose like in a way that i think is actually extremely cool and is a major contribution to the mythos yeah uh from this and including in this the space um is uh quentin choir um you know when he when they said like his form ascended to a higher consciousness you know instead of dying like when they ex- did that at the end of riot xavier this is what they meant mm-hmm. you know like xavier's giving that speech he's like oh he ascended to a higher plane i know that sounds like a cliche but we believe it's close to literal truth and this is that's what happened like he was he had that kind of power that that level of power where he has joined this phoenix collective um and he's basically saying, like, you know, if you want to grow a new future in the place, you have to water it with heart's blood. You know, you've got to do that. That's what they said. And that you have to hurry. Um, and he as he leaves, he's like, if it was me, I would just let it die. Um, and she's like, no, I, you know, I can't do that. Um, she looks at the universe that she's holding in her hands, the little like swirling massive stars uh, manifest the little Phoenix Raptor over it and says, live, Scott. And then the Phoenix says, live. And then we cut over to. Emma Frost boob funeral, which we've Oof. cut over to a couple times during Oof. this. Uh, it's been a minute since I've seen this Oof. art. And, you know, don't love it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hey, before we yeah. get too far, uh, I, I just yeah. like go back to that previous page to the left of Quentin is a yeah. Phoenix that just has one just exposed booty. <laughs> like if there's oh, ever yeah. been a booty that called a bootay, that is one bootay. Yeah. <laughs> like she's, she's wearing a sash and only a sash. Yeah. And some leggings. Like, is yeah. this, is this the Phoenix of porn universe? <laughs> like, what is this? <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's, that's pretty wild. <clears throat> the, um, yeah, I was going to make a joke about the Phoenix force and then all of the various porn 
tags that begin with the word force. Okay. But then realize like, you know, those are porn tags and in a porn consensual content, you know, context, those are fun. But without that context, if someone was not as porn tag literate as I am, it would sound gross. It's a weird so, brag. Not doing it. But okay, sure. Yeah, no, it's hey man. Porn tag yeah. literate. Yeah. That's me. I, I, mean, it's not, you know, I know all of the secret literotica tags. Let me tell you what stories I can find. <laughs> I get porn from the secret menu. Like, I just do hashtag animal style on all my shit. On a, I learned that um, if you're playing Subnautica on Xbox, you can hold uh, LB, RB, and hit start and get access to the uh, like console commands, console command codes. Mm. And like this feels like what you're doing right now. Like I held LB, oh, RB, yeah. and now I've got now I can type in any <laughs> porn tag I want. Yeah, secret porns that they, they, the government doesn't want you to have. Yeah. <laughs> Six secret boobs the doctors don't want you to know. Um, so, so we're back at the funeral and we're getting the same dialogue as before. You know, because this is where history switches, mm-hmm. you know, and the difference being, you know, Scott instead of just being like, no, I give up and walking away. He says, I and, you know, when Emma Frost says, don't you want to inherit the earth? And he says, I and the, the first time we saw this, he says, no, and he walks away. And this time he says, yes, and he kisses her. Yep. And that repaired the timeline. Like now, you know, the world needs the X-Men without the X-Men. All that horrible shit we just saw happens. And with Scott, the X-Men can continue and the, the world can go on. Yes. And, uh, yeah, what a, this is an ending. (laughs) I -hmm. like this. Um, and obviously like you can't have all of this bullshit that happened just now. Like it it had to, this is not the future of the X-Men. Like you're just not going to let these, these characters go down like that. Right. Like you're just not going to turn beast into a weird host for intelligent parasitic (laughs) colony of bacteria. Mm Um, but to to cut this off is is really interesting. It feels like a big brain move, um, and it reminds me a lot of the ending of the Dark Tower, which I won't really get into right now. But it has kind of a similar, okay, here we go again kind of feel to it. Um, and I, I like it, and I I don't know really what I'm looking for. I I don't know, man. I'm so like it feels so weird to say okay, like the mechanics of this really boggle my mind. Like, did she kill the bacteria? Like, is the bacteria gone now? Like, is that the presumption? Like, no, we don't have to worry about that anymore. Even though like we just went back to a time where the bacteria still existed. Like if she can do that, why didn't she cure AIDS? Like, that seems like it'd be a cool thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> like, so she, she didn't like, I, I don't think, I think in that future, she wiped out sublime. Sure. But that future was, you know, so that timeline basically had no future at this point. Like sublime had already destroyed everything. So we're back in the current time where Sublime is still extant, but the X-Men are around to fight, you know, Sublime. Like, I don't know how much they, that pays off, like whether Sublime shows up later. I think that he does, but I don't really know the other writers like shared the vision or anything like that. So in terms of continuity, like, I feel like it probably doesn't pay off. I think the implication is it's okay that Sublime is there. The only thing that allowed him to have that ultimate world ending success was the X-Men giving up hope. You know, the, the idea that this is like, it, it basically is on, it, it's one person, you know, like the heart of the X-Men, Scott Summers is what is needed to save the world. Yeah. Is the message. And which is, which is good. Like, this is like classic. Like if you think back to, um, the Phoenix stuff, like dark Phoenix stuff, um, I know they did this in the comic book and they, they replicated it in the original animated series. Like the power of friendship is an important theme. Like that's why they get through some of this is like, they take the X-Men's love for one another and their hope for the future. And that usually solves the crisis. Um, and Mm -hmm. I, I very much enjoy this arc overall. It's just, it's really weird that Jean Grey was just like, Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. You should, 
I'm going to make Cyclops like keep going. <laughs> like my decision for yeah. Cyclops is that he keeps doing yeah. this over and over again. And if you th- compare this, like if you put this in context with the things that Cyclops becomes, which I'm really going to be super excited to get yeah. to and talk about one day is, is kind of a damning thing. Like I think like the fact that, you know, some pretty major X-Men spoilers, I guess for the last 10 years, but like he kills Xavier. He is, turns into a mutant terrorist that may be right or not. Like there's a lot of weird yeah, yeah. stuff that happens to Cyclops, which you can trace back to right here where he tried to leave and his cosmic girlfriend said, nah, you can't do that. You yeah, have, yeah. You have a duty. And it's just, it's just kind of wild to think about that. Like it's kind of wild. Like I hooked up with the redhead when I was a teenager. So now she gets to control my destiny. <laughs> like it's, yeah. <laughs> Cyclops is the ultimate cosmic pay pig is what I'm saying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's a load bearing ex. The, uh, it's my load bearing ex boyfriend and not the ones that bore all my loads. Yeah. And not the ones um, in Australia. The, That's not what I'm talking about either. Yeah. No, no, yeah. Different exes. I, I think that there's like two answers for that. There's like the in universe one and then the, the real real world one. Right. Of that tension. Like the in universe answer is that, uh, even with all that stuff that Scott turned into and what he did, um, that is better than the alternative because the alternative is literally the end of the world. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, but the real answer is that other writers didn't share this vision and that's how comics sure. work. Like, yeah, of course, you know, any, you know, there, there's no, there's X-Men isn't a story. Like it is a, a framework in which stories can happen. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, the stories that came after this are not, you know, even the stuff that directly follows it, like, you know, the stuff, uh, with Zorn, like coming back and stuff like that has nothing to do with this. Like this introduced Zorn but they're just different stories using the same kind of iconography and framework. Yeah. There's always a lighthouse. You know, so, there's always a Cyclops. Yeah. There's always going to be a Cyclops and different writers have different directions and those directions will take, but we, we have not seen the end of heroic Cyclops. I'm sure like, you know, somebody will reboot him or something like that. Like anything without an end is always going to be that sloppy. Um, you know, because stories have endings, like that's how they work and you can't really have a story without an ending. So you end up having a lot of stories linked together. Um, you know, and it it just ends up being kind of a weird thing. I think that if, let's say like the way that would have paid off entirely is if Grant Morrison loved his time with Marvel and ended up taking an editorial position, like let's say Marvel, uh, and they might've even offered him this because this book was like, you know, a huge hit and said like, Hey, how would you like to direct the line? And then we would probably gotten a few years of that timeline and dynamic, you know, and it would have been pretty cool, but we didn't get that. Like he immediately left. Uh, the company, um, Marvel tried to chase, you know, and we'll, we'll talk about this a lot in a couple episodes. We do the like final wrap up, but like Marvel tried to chase some of that indie cred, you know, like they ended up giving X-Men over to Peter Milligan, who was hot off the heels of ecstatics. Um, and that ended up being a really weird arc or run that I would love to talk about at some point. Cause it's, it's not great, but it's super strange. Um, but it's not the same thing. Like, I think that for Graham Morrison, you, as much as like you can quibble with his execution of things i think that his uh he definitely has a vision and that's something that ends up being missing from the line a lot of the time not always but like a lot of the time Hmm. yeah and i think overall like this is this is a this is a good way to end this story like having yeah we we talked a lot about grant morrison using x-men tropes um as story beats throughout this, like we had the Shi'ar, we had space stuff, we had coming back from the dead, we had Magneto, we had all this stuff, and like kind of weird time traveling, universe fixing hijinks is a 
you know, that's a standard X-Men thing. Um, and I'm sure, like, I haven't looked, but I'm sure, like, at the time, a bunch of fans were like, well, if they're 150 years in the future, why didn't da 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 Like, I'm sure there's a bunch of that that you could do, but, like, the Phoenix just fixing this does feel satisfying. Like, it feels like, it feels very much like an expansion on, you know, the X-Men's hope is what keeps hope alive. Like, the fact that any one of yeah. them has hope means that that hope is still alive, and, like, that's the core of Xavier's dream. Um, I just well, wish it wasn't accompanied by happening. Emma Frost's weird, dr- yeah. weirdly drawn boobs. <laughs> yeah, and, and Tom Skylog's robot sex fantasies and stuff. Like, there's a lot of cruft to mm-hmm. it. You know, but it's it's very of a piece with the current, you know, the run before this. You know, when you look at Cyclops, there's multiple times in this run where he... Uh, is the person who comes back and saves the day, right? Like when him and Zorn are on the Shiar ship, you know, and they get out, there's like that really adventuresome panel with them. Like we're, we'll figure our, out our way. And there's, he basically uh, leads the coup against Magneto where, you know, uh, the kids are down there and, and like, because like there are no more X-Men. He's like, no, how about two X-Men? And it's him and Phantom X, you know, like he is the heart of the team. And it has been part of this run, the idea that like X-Men need their heart. And it makes a nice contrast with both like Cassandra Nova before she was kind of grown to be a person and sublime who has none of that. Like you contrast how much the X-Men love each other with how much, you know, how sublime treats his, his people, you know, like there, there's, it's, it's of a piece. Like it is philosophically of a piece as an ending, mm-hmm. even though the execution is fucking weird because we spend a lot of time with characters we don't care about. And it is somebody, you know, snapping their fingers and making it go away. But the way they make it go away, I think is important. Like how they, they make it go away through changing somebody's heart. Yeah. And, and it's, it's her, her love. Like it's her telling it, Hey, move on, mm-hmm. you know, move on from this morning. Like, you know, well, I mean, go, pers- go have a, you're in love with Emma Frost. Hopefully Wolverine still used his little mind shield to keep away the Emma Frost thing. Right. Like she, she was just like, I mean, <laughs> you guys were super in love and there were no problems whatsoever. Yeah. 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 No, you know, <laughs> just, just stop right. Th- stop, stop, stop in 1997. No, stop, 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 stop right there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I, I think this is, this, this works well. Um, I, it's really difficult to end these kind of stories in a satisfying manner when you have like the X-Men have to pick up the pieces and move on. And as we're going to see in the next episode of this podcast, like the way Marvel followed the, a lot of this up just was straight up. Not good. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, but what are we going to talk about it very quickly? Yeah. Yeah. Quickly. We're at the end of this run, but we are going to do two episodes or one episode on the two issues that still have the new X-Men branding. Yeah. Uh, different creative team, uh, night and day, like nothing, you know, if you're ever trying to explain to somebody why the new X-Men run is good, have them read any issue of the run. And then the first issue, once another writer takes over, cause it's, <laughs> and it, you know, here's the thing I'm going to blow your mind with Jeremy. This is probably the best. These two comics are probably the best Austin Chuck Austin comics I've ever read. Wow. Uh, yeah. 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 It gets way so much worse than this. Like I was reading, uh, his uncanny shit around this time and hating it. I just like, liked the X-Men. Uh, and it's absolutely horrendous. Like we're going to talk about that next episode. Yeah. So a general, uh, Um, outline for what we're about to do next. Uh, the next episode will be on those last two issues of the new X-Men. Um, we're going to do a wrap up episode. Um, so where we talk about our thoughts and feelings and we'll probably, that'll be our, also our feedback episode. I think we talked about, is that right? Um, Mm -hmm. and so we'll, 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 if you have, uh, questions if you have comments if you have thoughts if you have cool theories that we maybe have missed or cool easter eggs that we missed uh days of futurecast.com slash contact or dm us on twitter at dofc podcast mm-hmm. absolutely um yeah ratings reviews on apple podcast those are nice as well mm-hmm. we appreciate you yeah you know patreon.com slash tv do it and then um, after all of that, we'll start Age of Apocalypse. And I'll have, uh, I will probably spend some point this week uh, 
putting together a reading list for that. Um, so that'll be up on the website so you can know exactly what issues to start with. Because there's some stuff mm-hmm. we're skipping. We're, I don't think we're going to cover Blink, for instance. <laughs> That's yeah, All that I, shit I sucks. I don't like that, that, that Blink miniseries very much. So we're not going to be as, as totally exhaustive. We'll figure out what we're, what yeah. we're covering. Mm-hmm. So um, Also, I don't know that we're going to do... Like Legion Quest is the origin of this, but I remember it being a slog as a comic. Yeah. I kind of don't want to cover it. It's eight issues. The X-Men Legion goes back in time. The X-Men go to stop him. Uh, they fail. Yeah. That's basically it. Like, I think we can get through that in a setup. This may be paragraph without yeah, this, reading those comics. This may be a situation where we say, go read Legion quest. If you really want to, or listen to this one 30 yeah. minute episode of this podcast, where we talk about Legion quest and with all eight issues. Like we, we're not going to fuck around. Yeah. We're doing a panel by panel breakdown. Um, and we'll, yep. and Greer and I, as this, as time progresses, we'll figure all that shit out and let you know. So yeah. Yep, yep. Thank you for everybody for listening. Uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks to wrap up new X-Men. Yep, yep.